you podcast me? I'd podcast me. I'd podcast me hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I just drank coffee the wrong way. Kia and welcome to Gohan or Go Home, the podcast where I take somebody who has not experienced Dragon Ball through its illustrious pages, like a post-Hiroshima victim examining the wreckage. And I am Simon, Orinoko Flo is a psyop Monrad, and across from me is Imogen, the title of a Chuck Tingle novel, Faith. <laughs> Was that meant to be filled in with the actual title of a Chuck Tingle novel later, or <laughs> is it just, like, the concept of one? Um, because, like, I can't, if I, if I had to pick one, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be Space Trapped About Redemption. I think... I would take it as a middle name. <laughs> Jammed in the butt by the magic staff of a little gremlin monkey boy is probably... Oh, yeah, there you go. That's that unfortunate. the title of a tactical novel. <laughs> Sneer discovers himself. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a little while. Um, how have you been? Um, I've been. You've been. You've I've been and been. gone. I've, 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 uh, I've baked bean. I've jelly bean. Sport bean. Uh, mung bean. Mung bean. Sport bean. So many kinds mung of bean. Mung bung. <laughs> I, one day we will read out the shopping list that I sent you on this in a text. Is, yeah. <laughs> this is just not going to be relatable to anyone. No. That's yeah. all right. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, that's a good, that's a good story, I suppose. Not yeah. really. No. Send a shopping list. Yeah, send a shopping list of just incomprehensible. <laughs> you understood all of them, and I knew you would. Yeah, if you send it to anyone else, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like, samurai snack. A, they'd think it's a, like um, a secret hostage text. Like, <laughs> yeah, like some code you have to crack. Twelve times, mung bang. Figure out where is he? Where are they? Oh my god. Oh, I'm not wearing mung beans. <laughs> uh, this is going to be like the most cooked episode. We haven't done this for like two weeks. So it's we so good. may have like used up most of our good chat energy by like sitting in the car for like four hours. <laughs> Just on the drive to somewhere, you know, making up uh, whatever nonsense. I just yeah car riffs. I'd like to talk about yeah you know, car riffs for the man on the go who doesn't whales? want to be wheeled. Um, <laughs> got a license for that car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The answer for me is no. Yeah, that's just that's just, a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when are you going to get your license? Oh, you know when somebody uh, lets me drive their car who. Do has insurance for under twenty fives? Well, I I don't have insurance for you. You don't even have a full license. It's not yeah, legal. <laughs> Officially true. on the podcast, I our position is that you are not going not to drive point me. Point that out on the podcast. 
Mm. Um, just in yeah. case someone like we're not kept... driving around in the car. We're just sitting there, like yeah, joking. So we were just we just got what we walked to a car. It was not my car. No, don't it was admit un- to another crime. <laughs> unlocked. We hopped in. We had a chat for like four hours of just you know riffs. Okay, we were just doing yams. a baby driver getaway. And yeah, <laughs> I was I was smuggling some drugs, you know, and I had to hijack a car to, to get them to. Wherever you take drugs, I don't know. Yeah, who kn- I don't know anything the about drug that. Pla- the, the drug shop? I was <laughs> taking them from the from the drug factory to the drug shop. <laughs> hey, kid, you're working hard at the drug factory. Mm. All day, every day. I mean, this kind of hurts me as a working class kid, because my mother worked all night at the drug factory, just <laughs> pumping out the hashish <laughs> and the molly and the ice, the dead spangler, the, the eagle's ice. claw, the... Charlie Kelly taint, like the all of the space raptor butt invasion. Yeah, the space raptor <laughs> butt invasion. The ninja Murasaki discovers himself in a in a Burning Man convention class. A Burning Man convention class. You know. Ah, he discovers himself at Burning Man convention center. He discovers himself at a class at Burning Man. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. I've recently been watching New Girl. A show that I don't like. <laughs> I'm on to season six of it. Mm-hmm. Again, I want to reiterate, I'm not sure why I'm doing this. I'm not sure why it's taking up so much of my time, but I feel like there's something about television that rots the brain, and there's so much that is despicable about this show. <laughs> I hate the writing is so bad. And yet, it's still... Just, you know, like, manu- captivates your heart. manufactured drama person walks in and hears, like, the wrong half of something. People don't communicate things that are easily communicable. Mm-hmm. All sorts. Like, it does. Like, things like that happen. Those are irritating. But there's also, like, it's unbelievable that the showrunner is a woman. It does weird justification for, like, man-children doing actually semi-abusive things. Mm-hmm. It's just not okay on <laughs> a lot of levels. And then one of the characters, the the token black guy in the flat, becomes a cop in the LAPD. And then they all talk about how he's a hero every two episodes. It's wild. Thank you for the rundown on season six of New Girl. If for you make it that far. you haven't watched it. <laughs> it gets so bad. It's so bad. Stop watching it then. Why are you doing this to yourself? I don't know. It's, this is the one and only time that the sunk cost fallacy has got me in life. <laughs> It's with New Girl, the television show. You made it this far. How many seasons are there? Uh, seven, I think. Okay, so you're nearly there. They did it until 2018, and so much of the stuff gets so close to reality where you think, it, just, it has to be the 90s, but it's not. Mm. It's contemporary. And they mention about the 2016 election and stuff, but it's incredibly, not only tone deaf, but retcons earlier stuff. Jess says that she's a member of the Green Party in, like, season one or something, mm. which kind of makes sense for her character. But then mm. she's out canvassing for Hillary Clinton? It's bizarre. I don't know. The show just got taken over by, like weirdos and by weirdos I mean Hollywood writers yeah weirdos who are just tone deaf people who mix in the same circles and have brunch all the time that costs like two thousand dollars we love an executive brunch where does that money go how are you spending that much money on brunch the Avengers is is 50% executive brunches you've seen like a brunch budget for like some studio executive it's nuts I've worked in the movies and I don't know where they spend like what there's no way that 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 breakfast donuts cost that much I'm Todd McClure you may know me from such things as executive brunches (laughs) Well, on the yeah, on the bright side, you, like once you once you finish season seven, you'll also be able to say that you've watched all of New Girl. 
Yeah. Which is, I don't think I want to admit how, that to anybody. How much, how, how, like, what do, you, what do you think the total runtime of that is? Like, how many hours of your life do you think you've sunk into this endeavor? You know how Netflix has the 10 second skip button? Mm-hmm. I've used that profusely while watching this show. Why are you watching it then? I don't Again, know. I must ask. I don't know, but I saw, like, the wedding episode at the end of season five actually moved me. Okay. And so it has its points. It has its points. I do have to say, I have, I have so watched, I have sat through some serious trash. Like, I do have to say, I've watched, like, all of Lucifer that there was. <laughs> and now there's more of it. And I, like, I watched, like, half of an episode the yeah. other day. I was like, am I willing to commit to this again? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's so bad. It's so bad. I like the actors in it, like, as people. And in other stuff, but like, my God, it is not a good show. How do you take it? Why is it a procedural cop drama? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Tom Ellis is so goofy. Uh, I don't understand why, why anything. Is, is, I don't understand anything about television. I understand why we watch stuff. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it's so that I you can just get like secondhand embarrassment from that show sometimes. I don't mean to. This is like something that people are gonna listen to. If you really like that show, like, f- fucking good for you. I I I, have, right. I don't think it reflects on you at all because I did again. I did watch all of it. I just don't know why. We are not, not better than you. I want not, to point this out. If, if anything, we're worse because we we have bad feelings about the things that you like, and yeah. yet we continue to consume them. For well, no I know it's bad, and I know why it's bad as a writer, and I can pick apart why it's bad, and I still watch it. Yeah. Like, wow. the thoughts got in my head about the the ways in which they're using tropes that are just, like, the laziest form of shortcut and stuff, and it's like, yeah, but I'm just going to tend second skip this for a while mm. <laughs> like, yeah. is this what's manifested in, in, in your zoom girls yeah i watched a lot of new girl and then i was like what and then, you, and and then, then i just said wrote an episode of a sitcom called zoom girl it was cathartic i messaged <laughs> you and said please give me a premise for the worst sitcom you can imagine and you gave it and then i was like okay who are the characters and then we worked that out and then I just spent three and a half hours writing a 34-page sitcom Mm. pilot. And it's cathartic because it was bad, and I feel bad for having watched a whole lot of New Girl, and I needed to have something at the end of it to prove Mm. that I have internalized bad television in a way that makes sense. Yeah, ate up the the New Girl episodes and processed them and then pooped out of the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Easy when you know how. You two can do it at home. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> so sure this episode was going to be cooked. I'm t- referring specifically to people who are inexplicably not listening to this alone, but are listening to it with another person. Does you two do can that? do it at home. Yeah, do it. What? No, I don't think that we. That's the a, sexual tension of you two it. listening to this. No, is because just we don't wild. know who the people are who are listening to that. And there's going to be some dumb idiot who's listening to this like with his sibling or something <laughs> and now you've said it if incest has resulted from this podcast <laughs> you or someone you know may be entitled to compensation please email us email us email us email us 
No, my stomach's protesting. Oh, yeah. um, I wonder if they picked up on the microphone. It's loud. <laughs> Please email ass. <laughs> Mike Wazowski, <laughs> have you filed your wet ass paperwork? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Roz again. <laughs> Roz again. That's what Roz well is about. Uh, I was sabotaged at band practice by doing that impression, doing that voice before I had to sing something, like, super high. Yeah. And, like, delicate. And I was like, <laughs> Mike Wazowski, I fucked up my vocal cords. Now I'll sing Fly Me to the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most awful, like, patchy screeching. Oh, well. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> One day. Anyway, should we talk about Dragon Ball? Ransom. Rant. Yeah. <laughs> you have a wet ass pussy again already. <laughs> Why have those two impressions become. Ryan Johnson, merged? if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, but if you're listening to this, why? So <laughs> you have better things to be doing with your time. Oh, you could talk about that. You sent a letter to Ryan Johnson. Oh, uh, yes. In the post. Oh, uh, yeah. Which sounds like fan mail, but it's kind of the opposite. Um, Hate mail? Yeah. No, it's not that either. Mm. Um, I wrote a short story, which was fan fiction about Daniel Craig from the perspective of Daniel Craig, like, is pretending that I'm Daniel Craig writing fan fiction about Daniel Craig. Mm -hmm. It's a surrealist western in which there is a town where every character is Daniel Craig Mm -hmm. in a different accent, in different clothing, a different kind of Daniel Craig. The Daniel's Craig. And it has, like, a twist ending and all sorts of nonsense stuff, and it's about ten pages long. And we listened to the commentary for Knives Out and thought, we have to send this whatever public relations intern works for Ryan Johnson who will unfortunately have to read through it. So His eyes were flint, sapphire flint. <laughs> <laughs> he thought about his life that had led until this point. It had been an unbearably sexy one. <laughs> Just- it's honestly a masterpiece. It's a beautiful work of art. It's- Daniel Craig tried to lean over and found his abs were too toned. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, but you just, yeah, just given Ryan Johnson's comments on Daniel Craig in general, we thought he might enjoy reading it because it's very funny. Yeah, so we posted it with an accompanied letter saying, I'm sorry, but also I don't really care. Yeah, I think that you need to kind of like give some exposition for, for the level of commitment that went into posting it as well, though, because we went and had a wax seal, like, made. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we paid to have it engraved. And then, like, The level we will go to for a bit is so with, high. like, a dip pen, this letter. Yeah. And, like... Found special yeah. envelopes that were the right yeah, kind. Yeah, we, like, printed off the whole story in, like, physical copy, and they, like, sealed it with, like... This is in this like off-white envelope with like red wax. Yeah, yeah. And the seal has a seal like the animal. You designed the seal just, that we I, got I made. I personally designed the seal. It has an animal like the seal, like a sea lion, like a seal on the seal. Yeah, it's a seal. seal. It's a seal seal. What? Why did we do this? This was oh maybe two months worth of work. <laughs> yeah. 
What the hell? What kind of several pe- months since lockdown. What kind of people are we? <laughs> I don't know, but the commitment to the bit is respectable, I believe. Yeah, I, I, there are a few people who commit to the bit and to, to, to this level or above, and the, the ones that I will recognize as A. Chuck Tangle and B. Gabriel Gundak. Yeah, the two heroes of American literature and arts and culture, Gabriel Gundaker mm-hmm. and Chuck Tangle. Yeah. Who deserves the the Hugo Award? I'd, Let's be honest. Yeah. All of them, in fact. Or, as Chuck Tingle would say, <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest, pounded in the butt by my Hugo Award. I think, which is an actual title, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're listening and you don't know. <laughs> um, it was pounded in the butt by my Hugo Award nomination, I yes, think. Yes, yeah, that's right. Oh, um, we're... Should we get into the episode? Yeah, we should talk about actual Dragon Ball. Oh, no, before good, we get okay, into Okay, well, no, sidetracked again. Here we go. Should I tell you about my Toriyama dream? Oh, yeah, no, wait, but I was... Uh, okay, I forgot I forgot about it, but I do also wanted to, like, wait until, like, halfway through the episode or something. Okay, let's like wait until halfway through the episode. It's a fun interlude yeah, okay. from the actual Dragon Balls. I'm sorry to all the people who have signed up purely because they want to hear the Dragon Ball content. They really need to know what happens next, and they don't care for the riffing. I'm sorry for, for all of the riffing at the start. Anyway, what happens? I'm not sorry. You're not sorry. I'm not sorry for any of it. You deserve this. <laughs> and you should give us money on Patreon. We Android read- number eight. <laughs> we, read through- <laughs> we read through Dragon Ball. We read through chapters number 64. Three, sixty-four, and sixty-five. Is yes. that correct? Yes, that yes, is correct. that is correct. And it opens on Robert Pattinson. No. <laughs> Last time, uh, what happened was uh, Ninja Murasaki realized that he was going to lose. He runs up some stairs. Goku follows him. He's like, "Ah, prepare to meet your doom." And then we see behind a cage something that looks like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein's monster's cousin, and. I think that it's quite divorced from Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, but you know. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein's Boris Karlov's adaptations, Frankenstein's monster's cousin. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. (laughs) (laughs) So we meet Jeffrey. He's clutching onto those bars. He wants to get out of there. Anyway, um, Ninja Murasaki, Ninja, Sergeant Major, Ninja, Sergeant Major. Sergeant, Sergeant, Sergeant Purple. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Ninjas Purple Club. People too. <laughs> Lonely Hearts Purple Purple Hearts. Sergeant Pepper's Purple Heart Vietnam Veterans Gang opens the cage, and there is what he calls artificial human number eight. But his in the English, he's called Android Eight or something. Android Number Eight or Mechanical Man Number Eight. Yeah, Jinzo Ningen means artificial human. Ningen being human, Jinzo meaning like manufactured or created. So mm-hmm. yeah, the mechanical man, the great Robin think- Williams character, Mechanical Man Number Eight. What? But our big twist for this big bicentennial man. Oh. So our big twist for this big scary fellow, Jeffrey, is that Jeffrey. he won't fight. He's a pacifist. He's a good boy. Yeah, Sergeant Major, Purple Heart. <laughs> John Kerry's Swift Boat Veterans for Truth <laughs> gang guy says, kill him, kill this child like the rest, burn him up in hellfire. And Jeffrey says, no. <laughs> like Bugs Bunny, no. No. Um, 
this is kind of interesting because I actually read two versions of all of the chapters again because mm-hmm. I'm just I go the extra mile if you're a prospective employer. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love that. I love that. Um, and they were both very different, and yeah. they both portrayed him very differently because they had like some similarities with other stuff. Mm. But this guy, in one of them, came across as very like. Yeah, very, like, artificial intelligence, kind of, like, I will do no wrong, like, because it's a moral decision one, and then the other one came across as, like, a big child. Mm, so and, one of them is, like, it'll break the the laws of robotics, and the other yeah, one's, Yeah, like, and the other one's, like, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, like, in both of them, you know, he says he's scared to fight at one point and stuff, but mm. they were both quite different, and it's kind of, I think, going to make it a little bit different to talk about, because it, the all of the dialogue was very, very different, especially for this point. Mm. Um, there was, I, I don't know why there was like kind of not a lot of commonality in the translation. Like they both chose to portray things quite differently. Um, but yeah, uh, I can, I'm going to try and like just aim for the middle, I think, or in some places where the difference is interesting, I'll I'll point out. Yeah. I mean, that might be, that might be something to do. Yeah. Otherwise I'm going to be like running through like two different things. Mm. What I was quite surprised. I was quite surprised at how different the translation was. It, it can happen. Yeah. yeah, I imagine that it can. I, and one of them felt more like it was trying to be um, like for American kids. Yeah, that's the Viz Media one. Yeah. Um, and But like in a weird like old timey way, like Goku felt like he'd be like, oh boy, mister. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like like a sixties fucking like propeller cap kid, an Archie comic. Right? Yeah, um, and then the <laughs> Goku other stars in Riverdale. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god, I hate it. Netflix live action Dragon Ball cancelled after two seasons. Oh, that's an idea. That's cancelled after nice. panel one. <laughs> the first shot is just Goku and uh, no, he's going swimming because they know that they get new people for new shows and two seasons is like the peak. So they'll start a show for two seasons and then cancel it because also showrunners ask for more money after two seasons typically or two mm. years. Interesting. Yeah. They've algorithmed people's careers. We love that. Capitalism is a curse. <laughs> That's the new jingle for the show. <laughs> it's not Dragon Ball related. Everyone will hate it. Yeah. But it's true, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so what happens? What does yeah, happen? Somebody stopped listening to this show because, quote, it's too political at times and we're too political. Really? And I want to say, screw you for thinking that Nangs could ever be apolitical. This is a show Every about getting... Every is a political experience. You do that, you're sitting there, your whole branch just going... Oh, 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 and you're just like, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really tossing up whether I'm going to vote Labour or Greens. <laughs> I'm really... uh, Old Man Turtle Hermit is not. This is a show about doing festival drugs and being an old man pervert and also being a gremlin monkey child. And if that offends you, you SJWs, then I am sorry. You do go on weird, obscure, like, political rants sometimes, which kind of aren't really relevant to anyone's real-life situation because it's, like, something that you find interesting, which is, like, I know, I enjoy it, but maybe other people wouldn't enjoy it. How is Maoist Goku not a relatable (laughs) riff? (laughs) No, I love Maoist Goku. Anti-colonial Namu. You know... You didn't like him as Batman, so... I didn't like him as Batman. No, Batman Namu. Batman Nama? Where he's, like, trying to save his village, and I portrayed him as being a Batman-like figure. Oh, yeah. You didn't like that riff. 
I so we went the opposite way. I didn't way. like that riff because it didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it's just what Do it seemed like to me. you think that this poor man who's trekked out of the fucking desert to find some water is anything like fucking brilliant, billionaire pretty boy Bruce Wayne? Like, okay. he's raised like in like Robert Panther Downey Mountain. Like, he fucking decided one day that he's going to do martial arts and kick the shit out of poor people. That's not what Namu's about. We don't stand. Oh. 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 <laughs> You're but no he's Robert Pattinson now. It didn't make now. any fucking sense at all. Well, look. Does that make it better? I am a man of culture. <laughs> of eau culture. And so I read... Eau de culture. Uh, eau de culture. <laughs> and so I read the original language, and that is who he reminded me of. We read original language Batman. <laughs> <laughs> original language Batman. Um, I original- actually read the original Batman manga, and, like, you know, I read it, like, right to left. Well, and, Superman like, is originally there's Yiddish. There's a lot that's just not so. translated. It just doesn't translate. Like, you wouldn't believe, like, the cultural implications of Bruce Wayne, and, like, Wayne Manor is really just, like, a hellhole to them. Um, well, in the original, he's called Wayne Bruce, because they did <laughs> names the other way around ah, and he's, he's all about honor man bat man the man bat, with man the bat <laughs> here to save the day is man bat yeah incredible um the man with what? the bat on his belt why are we talking about batman and high-waisted pants yeah. because i believe in harvey dent and <laughs> <laughs> and this show is dark it's just before the dawn anyway mechanical man number eight um what happens? What does he do? Let's be quick. Oh, jeez. Jack, be nimble. He, once he's released from the cage, he, he says he's not going to uh, Yeah, he's just, he's just a pacifist. He just refuses. And then the um, Sergeant Purple Heart Ninja... Blah, 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 um, can we pick a fucking name for him? Because now no. I'm just like... Nobody's ever allowed to know who we were referring to. It's just abstracting. Like, I've got fractals of his fucking name spinning through my head. Um... Fractals make you super intelligent. This is a show about fractals. This is a show about fractals. And about mushrooms. What are and they? And their vast network. <laughs> and the mycelial network. Oh, 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 oh. oh. This is a show about mycelium. <laughs> Ask your doctor if mycelium is right for you. <laughs> Ask your doctor about the vast interconnected web of all things. <laughs> mushrooms is as close as we can get to God. <laughs> Ask your doctor if you are Pagliacci. I think... <laughs> When when Ninja Sergeant Major Purple runs away, I diagnose you as Pagliacci. <laughs> <laughs> he he grabs a remote and he's like, "Ah, if I press this button, you will distract, and I can blow you up. There's yeah, a bomb in you, buddy." Minute, like trying to like the you know and the fucking what's his name, General White, Titanium. General White, White Titanium um, White is sitting up. He says, and- "What are you doing? Beat the devil out of him." <laughs> Oh, that was a perfect joke. Just couldn't pitch to make it a perfect joke. Um, he he's sitting at the top. He's like, ah, what a colossal failure. Um, and sad, sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Ninja Murasaki is like trying to convince him a little bit, and you know, different sets of dialogue from different comics to beat the shit out of Goku and he refuses. He says we could rule the Red Ribbon Army as husband and wife. That's exactly what he says. Um, And Mr. Eight is like nah, thanks. Not into that shit. Um, Is that a ranking of his hotness? Who? Mr. Eight. Let's call no, him Jeffrey. Okay, I had a different, yeah, Jeffrey. <laughs> um, I, I had a different joke there and His it was, it Jeff. just escaped my brain. Yeah. Mr. Eight. 
Like Mr. Big from Sex in the City. No, there's too much running through my brain right now. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, don't, you can't add Sex in the City to this. I can't, I can't keep all these riffs in check. We've got through approximately ten panels of this show. Oh, like, <laughs> less, we've got like a page. This is Okay, well, he, yeah. yeah. He, okay, he whips out a remote. He's like, well, we planted a bomb inside your body, so I, if I press this button, you'll self-destruct. Um, why was that map? <laughs> if I press this button. Yeah, um, I don't even know what these fucking voices are supposed to be now. Just scattering to the wind. Um, Mycelium. Yeah. What is it? The simple answer is we don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, and and Jeffrey is like, well, you know, no, I'm not gonna. You just just do it then. Fine. I'm not gonna paint this kid up. That's yeah. bad. It's wrong. It's fucked he up. He's gonna die do for it. it. He does have some real cheek about it. Like, die for mm. my cause. Yeah. Oh, he's that button coward. You're only exploding a mechanical man. Prime candidate for a boyfriend. Um, Jeffrey. (laughs) Jeffrey. Oh, Oh, yes. He stands up for himself and for the children of the world. (laughs) And Ninja Sergeant Major Purple runs away. Well, down yeah, the gang he runs walk. away. He didn't want to be within the blast radius. Yeah, he runs away. From, firstly, for that, and secondly, so that he can't be caught. But then Goku goes, "Ah, I'm so yeah, quick!" Like, and fine, then he, I'm going to blow you out. He goes to hit the button. Goku's like, "I'm not going to let you do that!" And like kicks it out of his hand. Yeah, it, no, he kicks it to the ground, and then he stomps on it. And there's a yeah. panel of him stomping on it, and that is foreshadowing for something. Four hundred panels. Uh, sorry, not four hundred panels. Four hundred chapters from now. <laughs> wow. Well, fewer than that, actually, probably three hundred and something. Oh but my god! It's like so poetry; it rhymes. And is that why you just said that randomly while you were reading it? Yeah, Tottenham okay. is a secret genius. Okay, well, nonsense. Which is why I met him. Yeah, in your dream. Okay, <laughs> tell tell me about the Tottenham dream. Here's our interlude. I had a dream where, and this was because I think I had maybe like watched Bakuman or something like that. And so I'd heard about the Shonen Jump end of year, like New Year's party, which is like a thing that a lot of Japanese companies have. Like Shueisha does this and I think Shonen Jump does this. They have like a year end party and they have like, they have the current authors and also they invite some veterans and things like that. And for some reason I was there just like eating shrimp or something from a table and not talking to it. And I was like, this is weird. Eating them shrimpies. Just like, this is a weird party. And then I saw Toriyama and, um... He wasn't talking to anybody either, and I think he was doing something really weird with the crab dip, but I can't remember what it was. And I was just like, hmm, I think I know who that is. So then I walked over, and I was a little bit drunk, like, not very much, but just, like, a little bit drunk. And then I was like, hey, you're Toriyama, right? And it was just, like, looked at me and didn't say anything for a while. And I was like, hey, look, I, like, everyone talks about Dragon Ball, but I'm sorry I haven't read Dr. Slump. Even though, <laughs> even though that's the one that you like. And I was like, but I did read Sandland and like, good on you for taking money and not working except when you want to and doing like really short mangas because that was actually an interesting one. Um, I was like, other than that, no comments. <laughs> really? Um, I think I might just leave. And then he, I think he looked at me and then he was like, you've been struggling with something to withdraw. And I was like, yeah, like with inking. And I was like, yeah, that, that's true. And he's like, you need to buy a G pen, otherwise it won't look right. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, so confused. And he was like, it's quite difficult to use, but the change in thickness and thinness is what gives Sean in its particular edge and its impact in terms of figures, like, in the panels and stuff. And I was just like, 
why did I just get like weirdly good advice from Dream Toriyama? <laughs> then I like walked away and found Luke somewhere else at the party and we we're like, this thing kind of blows. And I was like, but I did meet Toriyama. And he was like, oh, okay, sure, cool, whatever. It's like, okay. And this is mm. my picture. And I think, I can't remember what happened. I can't remember if like we decided to like go over and catcall Ichiro Odo or something or like something else. But anyway, I kind of, I can't remember the end of it, but I woke up and I was like, what the heck was that? And then I like researched stuff and I was like, he's right. He's right about- Wait, how long ago was this? This was years ago. Oh, I thought that this was like a recent thing because you only brought it up to me like yesterday. And that's the reason why I have the manga tools that I do because Toriyama told me in a dream. <laughs> I did wonder. It seemed like an odd investment to make. I mean, you you sometimes very particular with things that you buy, and they seem like they're just strange. I just didn't, I just discounted it, but that's very funny. <laughs> You've seen the Glob Glob comic; it works. Yeah, it does. It looked it looked bright. It's not. You're not wrong. I can't like begrudge that. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about um, your dad. Yeah, okay, forbidden knowledge then. I guess I'm not allowed to share that story. The microphone just stopped, or like the, the, the software just stopped recording for some reason. Yeah, Dream David Bowie doesn't want people to know. Yeah, I was telling us, like, about to tell a story that, that, that about why my dad's vegetarian because of a dream. But I'm a little bit offended that Dream Toriyama is not as on the ball, because, like, that yeah. should have stopped then. Maybe. What? <laughs> Well, he's not. He doesn't. He's not dead. He doesn't have the cosmic powers. David Bowie has ascended, and he's yeah, fucking with your technology. That is true. He's like, you can't let this one out. Yeah, I guess I don't get to share the details yeah, of that. That's why we call them the Black Star Balls. Yeah, I guess we we won't have the details of that. Maybe we should just get back to the actual comic. Yeah, which was we're supposed to be David Bowie is a fan, and he was like, you need. Man, you just need to be talking about the the Dragon Ball. Anyway, Goku has destroyed that, and then they just um they they beat him up. You know the the, the ninja the oh, Sergeant yeah. Major Purple. Yeah, well, yeah, they whip just him, like kicks him around into the other so side. Right. They're, they're standing on like big mezzanine. Yeah. Over the top of the like weird indoor forest, Mini, yeah, feudal ecology kind of thing. Um, and he just boots him to the other side, and he just smashes into the back wall, and is yep. separated from them from by a big head in those back walls. The... Okay, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, um, they yes, and then and 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 Goku goes up to Jeffrey and he's asks him why he didn't, why he wouldn't stand up for himself, and he's like, yeah. well, I, you know, fighting's bad. And he's like, yeah, but like if there's people gonna kill you, like, and you're defending yourself, then it's like I think that's okay. Mm. And Jeffrey's like, well, Goku yeah. Goku solves philosophy. I mean, Goku would fight anyone who's <laughs> like just on the street. Goku would just beat down on an old lady who he thought looked like someone who wanted to rumble. You could challenge him to anything and just murder you on the spot. Epic battles of history, Goku against Roz. Yeah. Although, actually, that is one thing that I did bring up that was different in the two comics was because when okay. he punches Sergeant Major Purple Pepper, um, Peter Piper, he... Pickle the people eater. Yeah, pickle people eater. Um, he does his paper, scissors, rock thing. Yeah. And he literally does, like, paper, scissors, rock, which is how yeah. we in the New Zealand say it. I know it's rock, paper, scissors elsewhere, or... And the, but, yeah. yeah it's it, weird, isn't it's it? It's different. It's, like, different depending on where you're from. Rock, paper, scissors is the name of the... It's the real proper name, right? But pe- we say paper, scissors, rock quite often. I think it's because it ends on one syllable. So you're on paper, scissors, rock, and then you just, like, you throw it on rock rather than... Yeah. 
you know, rock, paper, scissors, go. Um, you know, it, it saves time. Um, uh, but in this, he does it in that order. He goes, paper, scissors, rock. Um, and he and the rock is a punch. So that's like the joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. In one of them, it, they didn't translate it. So he's saying yeah. it in Japanese. And uh, the other one, they say... John Kampong. Yeah. They say rock, scissors, paper, punch. <laughs> Which, why? Why you ruined the job? There's not like it's not even the way around that you say it naturally. You've ruined the joke and made it not. I don't know. What is that? Viz Media, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. Why? Rock, scissors, paper punch? I don't... Whatever executive decision is behind that. That's just... Also, he like hasn't a whole bunch. used paper. He's used scissors because he just pokes people in the eyes. He's rock and he just, like, punches them. Is paper like a slap? Like a, like a chop? I don't know if he does anything except for the tricking one because the whole point of the move is that the rhythm throws them off. You're like, paper, scissors. And then, you know... <laughs> And they're blind, you know. Ah, my eyes. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I thought that was dumb. But anyway, um, they have an, another... He's, you he's, thought that was dumb? Wait until you hear about the Cheeto in the White House. Ha, 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 ha. This is a show about politics. <laughs> I will not stop until I've alienated everybody. I wonder what it was specifically that drove that person over the edge. Do you think it was what they were a supporter of something that you just talk shit about? I think the... And I say you because I do less shit talking. Yeah, this is true. I no, I, th- I am guessing, based on the way that they talked, that the thing that offended them was... The existence of things like trans people, probably. Oh. Because, like, the trans oolong jokes and stuff like that. And they were just, like, you know, they just didn't I like the like idea that's... of stuff like that existing or being brought up. I feel like that's, like, almost on the fence. Like, we obviously mean it from a very, like, like pro-trans perspective. Yeah, but... but I feel like someone who was really transphobic could still listen to that and interpret it in, in, in their way and i thought about that because i shared the podcast to some of my friends and some of my friends are trans and i was like i had a moment of like thinking back over like the dumb jokes we make and i was Mm. like i really hope that they know where this is coming from and they're not gonna take it in like a bad way yeah of course because like I don't know, I got real paranoid about it for like a day. And I was like, oh, they're probably not going to listen that far anyway. Yeah, I think if you do that sort of thing and you take it seriously, you're also going to be like, are they pro-coming on your cat? Like, <laughs> just... Oh, God, yeah, we say so much dumb bullshit. I hope no one takes it seriously. I don't think anyone does. I think the, that you can you... possibly listen that this far and think that we're, like, really yeah. offering... I think you can hear an episode about the, the Bang Bus, Herbie is Isis, and Yamcha Wolfang fists himself when he's lonely at night and be like, hmm, mm. they're putting forward positions on mm. something. Like, it's not a manifesto, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> but I get the feeling it was, or like, is it? the existence of talking about stuff like that. Oh, okay. You know, almost, like, having a black person in a World War One game is, like, offensive to people, you know? Mm. It's that kind of level of, like, it's political when it's, like, a category of person who I want to deny exists and don't want to think about, you know? Mm. <laughs> Yeah. It's like that. It's like that level of thinking, which means there's no thought into it. It has nothing to do with political philosophy or anything. But you know what does? Jeffrey and his pacifism. Yeah. 
who we love, they go up to the sixth level. You're asking when we were on the fourth level, why are we going up to the sixth level? Here's the answer. There is a door. There's no door. There's like a wall <laughs> that, uh, what's his face? Um, Jeffrey. <laughs> I was like, Jinzo Ningen Hachan, um, which is not his name in any case. Um, he, he kind of, you know, they run up in the stairs and he goes, oh, this is where the fifth floor should be and is, but it's a secret room. And they're they like, through a maze first. Yeah, the maze yeah, is like... He decides to show Goku how to get to the top yeah. floor because they're, he's like, I think you might be, it might be difficult for you to get there. Yeah. And Goku's like, oh, I don't mean to put you out of your way. Very, like, weirdly politely for Goku. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, yeah, I'll think of it as, you know, like, payment for helping me. Um, or something like that. Those, both of them were very, very different words. Mm-hmm. Um... And shows them, like, through a weird little maze of corridors on the way. And then they go up a flight of stairs and he points to the wall. And he's like, yeah, yeah this is where the fifth floor is. It's secret. There's no door. And he's like, what's in there? He's like, I don't know. It's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing for something I will write next chapter. Yeah. You can tell how far ahead Toriyama plans, really. Mm. <laughs> but they, when they run through the, the maze... It kind of looks like something from a level in Project Ed in like one of the arenas or something, which is the best game that nobody's played except for me and my sister. I've never heard um, of it. It's such a fun game to play like arena stuff with um, and just piss about and, and hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. But the interesting thing about it was, you know, you can get out sibling rage on a game like that. There's always and Star Wars that Bombad worm, Racing. That me. Worms and uh, Crash Team Racing. What was yours? Star Wars Bombad Racing? Yeah. It was like Mario yeah. Kart, but you get to be There was an arena mode where you just, like, used weapons against each other so you could be, like, fucking Jar Jar Banks just, like, blasting the shit out of Darth Vader. Yeah, it's like early teen sibling rage. It's, you've oh, got to yeah. work it out somehow. Yeah. Um, and Goku says, hey, your name is difficult. Can I call you Hachan? Did mm. they translate that? One of them did. One of them said Hachan. The other one said Eight Man. Eight Man is a good translation of that. Mm. He's calling him Hachi, the word for the guy from Johnny Quest. Haji. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's calling him Hachi, like, you know, counting in Japanese, it's the number eight. Mm-hmm. And Chan. Chan, you know, that's an honorific at the end of a name, suffix honorific, which implies that a person is like it's a diminutive or it's for you know women or it's like a cutesy one or you know it has those kinds of connotations mm. so goku has been cutesy with him yeah he, he, he takes a moment to mull that over as well he's like, what does that mean and goku so well your name's too hard to say so i thought i'd just say it yeah like he introduces that. it without then, really explaining yeah, first jeffrey thinks about it for a little bit and he's like mm, i like that it's such a sweet moment yeah. and there's another sweet moment later with the the chest burial kind of thing. Mm. Um, but before we get there, yeah, there's the secret room and then they get to floor number eight. Uh, floor number eight. Floor number eight. six. You're just skipping a few floors. Anyway, there, Fred think. from Scooby-Doo, who's had like a bad life and is currently going through a midlife crisis and joined like a libertarian fascist army, is um, mad at them. Freddie Prince Senior. And Freddie Prince Senior. I can't believe it took me so long to get to that and you got to it. Sorry. Uh, don't be Sorry. <laughs> Because they fall down Sarah Michelle Seller. Uh, I have no life. Um, Anyway, he does some villain monologue. I kind of didn't read it and also, like, didn't remember anything that I read. It was, like, really brief in the ones that I read. Yeah. Both of them were basically just like, well, you did a good job. If only I could recruit you to the army. And then the... um Sister Hutch, and like, you're a useless robot, but in the end, didn't you grow into something? Or something like that. Yeah, you know? something like that. And then, and then, and then Jeffrey's like, fuck you. 
That's yeah. what he says, literally. That's yeah. what he says in both of them. It's the only Translated, time that he's implied he drops It's the only bomb. time that fuck is said in Dragon Ball. And it's said by the most polite yeah. Frankenstein's monster robot. Yeah. Um, no, I can't remember what he says. He says something like basically just, you know, I will not join you ever. You suck. Uh, give back the chief because you made everyone sad or something. Um, and he and, and uh, Freddie Prince Sr. pulls the lever, Kronk. He does. Why do they even have that lever? <laughs> he, they, Goku and Hachan fall down into a deep, dark hole. It's a metaphor for depression. And then we say, what's the next mm. chapter, boss? And then there's the next chapter, which is chapter 64. And they're in a room. The terrible. And it's full of Jingler. breeze blocks. It's the inside. It's Jenga. What? Is <laughs> it the terrible Jugler? <laughs> which is the actual name of the chapter. I can't deal... I can't deal with the translation right there. I just can't. Um, yeah, again, only one of them translated this. The Terrible Jiggler. The Terrible Jiggler. I can't believe it's called that. Is that what it's called? It's the Jiggler. Okay. Now, you, this is going to have and to be I explained. This, this is like, I scrolled through the chapter titles like a while ago because I was looking for one and I scrolled up quite like way too far because it started at like chapter 500 or something. So yeah, I was like yeah, looking yeah. back through them. And this one was labeled as like the Terrible Jiggler. Yeah. Um, and then the one after that was called How to Arm Jiggle a Jiggler. <laughs> <laughs> and so I sent that to you and you're like, don't read it. Don't don't look at the names. Don't read ahead. And you got mad about it. So I just didn't. But then Deuce also, Bigelow, yeah. European Jiggler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't look at it again. But then I was like, finally up to this point. And, I, and then I realized that that was just like, a, I guess, a snap reaction from you because you didn't even know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, don't read it. I'm jiggling So I think this is a comic for children. Goku, <laughs> Goku tries to fight this thing. This dialogue. I don't know. This stuff is not that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But um, the mechanics of the fight are interesting to me. Because he tries to hit Beyond. This is, is the fucking chapter of sound effects. And I say all of them aloud as I read. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's Bon. <laughs> and Hune. <laughs> it's, it's like it's listening go, 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 to a movie go, go. or something in the background where you're just making weird noises. I'm like trying to concentrate on reading the panels. Or like narrating stuff out loud in Japanese and doing voices for it. It's <laughs> the only like, way to read this comic. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the jiggler. Um, is that, that's yeah. what Beyond is called, right? Yeah, um, but I mean, they don't see him right away. They fall down into a big empty room, um, yeah. and Goku lands on his feet and then is immediately squished by Jeffrey. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why we're calling him Jeffrey. I want to stick to this from <laughs> now on. <laughs> just, just his name. Jeffrey says, did yeah. I kill you? Oh, no. And Are you alive? And Goku's yeah. like, oh. 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 Yeah. I'm okay. Um. Oh. <laughs> um. What's that? That's so like something you hear in the background of a beach. I'm gonna bleep this, but that's like <laughs> seeing a dog. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh. Like yeah. reverse neigh. Yeah, it is. It's like a, a horse going backwards. She's so she loves dogs so much. It's... We need to get a clip on. Um, yeah. The yeah. the wall begins to rise up, and Goku says, "I the, the wall's opening. What's going on?" And Jeffrey, yeah. just as a Star Wars moment, there's yeah. like the the wall comes up, the Rancor is there. Yeah, uh, Luke's got to fight him. He's a big rotund thing with like you know just a big slug skin that's kind of like not nice looking. A big big fat slug. Yeah, he On, is more more Jabba than Rancor. Hands and a tail and two little weird antennae. And yeah, 
Yeah. He's just like called a... Beyond. Yeah. And we get told that over the intercom yeah. by Freddie Prince Sr. Yeah. Um, we do. Or we get told that he's called the juggler. Um, and, and the one... The one... Okay, there was one one that I read that he was called Bjorn, and the other one was... Uh, it sounded like I said Bjorn. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm Scandinavian. His name is Bjorn. The wall opens and, <laughs> and Bjork is there. And, um, <laughs> like a soulful rendition. And- yeah. No, it, and the... The, and the one where he was called the juggler, it literally said, like, well, you'll be no match for the juggler. He'll eat you alive. And then in brackets, it was like, I love saying that. <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah, which Did is you laugh cool. when you first read it? When I first read yeah. it? I laughed at... I can't remember what I laughed at specifically. I don't think I laughed <laughs> that. I think I laughed the first time I read How to Unjiggle a Jiggler. Because I thought that was a very fun phrase. So we basically have like two chapters here of just fight mechanics. Which you didn't think Batman would come back, but quickly. the Riddler, the Jiggler, is clearly yeah. the cousin. He's just the, the 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 brand new adversary to Robert Pattinson. Robert yeah. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Um, our Batman. Our Batman. Our Batman. Um, and then our Pac-Man. Beyond's thing is that he bounces everything off him. And so Goku tries to punch him. He tries to kick him. And he bounces off and smacks into the wall. And it's funny every time. Yeah, he just sort of, like, will to- do a big run. And Goku's stupid as shit. Like, this is <laughs> he established. He's trying He's, like, it. dumb as a fucking brick. Because <laughs> um, he punches him he the first him. time and just, like, goes boing. And, like, bounces <laughs> straight off. And it's like, well, I guess I'll try harder. And, like, does a big kick. And then just gets, like rebounded like a fucking ping pong ball like straight into the wall yeah um he goes if I do it harder yeah and then he's like well maybe I'll just use a Kamehameha on him and he just like fucking charges up and does that and the beam just bounces off which I don't know like why that didn't do any damage to the room I feel like they they would be more collateral you would think I think he was trying it out to do a high powered one yeah he did say he was like weak and hungry at that point, and you just sort of have Jeffrey like kind of freaking out, like cowering in the corner. Yeah. Um. And the whole time, uh, Pretty Prince Senior is just sitting there going like, "Well, tell me where the d- where are they? Where are they? <laughs> Where's the Dragon Ball? Um. And he wants the, he wants the radar as well because he needs that that sweet sweet advanced technology. I believe in Commander Ed. <laughs> um. He, yeah. They and then like the chapter kind of ends after he like beams this big slug guy yeah um and nothing and he happens. goes even the kamehameha didn't work yeah and then there's the next one where uh chapter 65 chapter 65 jeffrey's like uh like real pessimistic at this point he's yeah. like oh we're done for we're gonna die and goku's like we're not kind of marvin the depressed robot <laughs> In a way. A little bit. I feel like he is he's so ready to die. There's something dark underneath that because he's like it, it's presented heroically, right, where he's like, No, I can't kill this child, just kill me. But then for the second time in three chapters he offers up his own death and you're like, I feel like that we should talk to a therapist about yeah, this. Yeah, I don't know if he is presented heroically. I feel like he was made for a purpose which he doesn't agree with and he's really struggling with that. But you know, that's a lot to read into a kid's comic. <laughs> yeah, it's like if the industrial farmed pig comes back to life. What? I don't know where I was going you're with that. You're just saying... You're just talking to David Bowie now. Forbidden knowledge. <laughs> Forbidden knowledge. It was, it was podcast will stop again. If we talk Please about. continue that, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeff- Is his name spelled with a G? Because I imagined it with a J. No, I was thinking J. 
But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Jeff, I was like, maybe there's an extra E in there. Oh, I don't know about that. I think it's R E Y, like F R E Y. I was thinking if yeah, that's 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 how I was saying it. Rather than Jeffery. But I think that like sometimes there's an optional E. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's he's Jeffrey sometimes with an A. Yeah. Well, sometimes there's, there's also an optional what you call e Jeffrey, who's like sometimes taken an A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew someone called Jeffrey so I could say that to the sometimes that with guy. An occasionally. Yeah, Jeffrey occasionally. Um. Anyway, what is he doing? You already know someone named Molly. It's fine. Um. <laughs> I know multiple people with drug names. Yes. And most of them do the drugs that their name is. Lolly, Molly, and Holly. Yeah. I wonder if those are all drugs. They could be. Lolly is a generic name for anything, I think. You yeah. Know, it's a pill. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna, if we're getting into like how many Ollie people <laughs> I know, it's, it's a lot. There are a few of them. Including Ollie. Yeah, um, I do know an Ollie. If, if, <laughs> yeah, I can know an Ollie, Molly, Lolly, Holly. Uh, I don't know a Dolly. Dolly Parton. We need to meet a Dolly. We love Dolly Parton. We love Dolly. Yeah. This has nothing to do with Dragon Ball. You know what does have to do with Dragon Ball? Jeffrey. Goku thinks about getting hard. Yes, he does. This is not yet, though, because I think there's a couple of things that I would like to address before that. Um, because, uh, yeah, Jeffrey's like ready to give up, and then Goku has like a little weird kind of toxic masculinity moment, which was translated the same in both of them. Okay. Uh, unusually, where he was like, men aren't allowed to give up. Um, in like a weird way. Look, um, the moment Goku learned about gender, it was all downhill from there. Yeah, like, this is the, like, and I point that out because, like, it say it sounds like something like that would be, I suppose, kind of innocuous or like you know maybe positive masculinity. Like, oh, the thing about being a man is always trying your best. Um, but it, Goku doesn't know what what gender is. Or he doesn't. He didn't until very recently, and I think that he still kind of doesn't. Goku's gender ideology is a grab bag of different things he's heard from other people, and I feel like that's something that Bulma would have said opportunistically at a moment. Like she yeah. would have like been given up, and she's and he's like, "No, you need to keep fighting." And she's like, "Men don't give up. You need to keep going. I'm yeah. resting because I'm a I'm a precious lady, and I need she's to sunbathe." Just trying to like, distract him with something, and, yeah, and, like some menial task because I was boring. She's like, "Men don't give up." A hundred percent, she would have said that. Yeah, that I'd believe that. It just, uh, yeah, it was, it was it just was odd. Um, but he's he's like, Which well, is we funny because he's yeah. a robot. He's not a man. <laughs> Yeah, he's well. Is he a robot or is he like a Franken man? Okay, it's is, a Jinzoninian, which means artificial human. So he could have started with the base as a man, and then they like made him the mechanical man. He's a cyborg. He could be a cyborg, but he's he could got also a big be scar an, on his head, so I believe that. But his eyes are weird. An he's got like digital reader eyes. Yeah, I think he could be. Either an android or a cyborg, because Jinzoningen means artificial human. It's not mm. specific. It just tells us that yeah. he's meant to emulate in some way, like, humanity. Yeah. I mean, like, well, the, he's referred to as being made out of metal, I think, in one of them. Yeah. The other one didn't. Um, but then also, he seems very different from Sergeant Metallic, who's just a robot. And I don't know where yeah. the distinction is between, like, a robot shaped exactly like a man and a mechanical man. Um yeah. There's a lot of robot politics in this manga, and it's kind of interesting in a way, because Toriyama shows us so many different versions of what that could look like and what that could mean. Like, people who are are artificial humans, and that gets explored in a later arc, but... um, 
Oh, development. Yeah, but it's kind of weird at this point because we've seen different examples of stuff. We've seen bears, you know, not just bear of men, but actual anthropomorphic bears. We've seen dinosaurs <laughs> try to kidnap women. We've seen, like, the way the animals work. We've seen we've different versions of robots. Animals. We've got talking animals that get eaten, maybe. Do they have families? We don't know. We've got animal people. Yeah. We've got shapeshifters. We've got robots. We've got dinosaurs. What the fuck is going on? And through it all, Why beams. is it like this? And just beams. Just fucking beams. But, you know, then you've got jigglers who are immune to beams. Yes. Always a bigger fish. There's always a bigger fish. Um, and... Mm. No, please. No, I was just... That was just... I was trying to, trying to segue to a new thought and I didn't have one lined up. <laughs> um, so, kind of Goku has a bit of a, a mind flashback, I think. Because he, he got like... He gets like rolled up by the... Uh, yeah. By Beyond. Yeah. Into his he gets, tongue. Yeah, this big... Well, he gets zapped a few times. He's got like yeah. some kind of like electrical... Through the antenna, like with yeah. an antenna ray thing and he... I don't know, takes Goku out with that, and then, like, his giant tongue comes out, and he just goes sort of... Okay. The <laughs> Japanese uh, sound effect for licking is pedal, like, pedal, 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 pedal. <laughs> <laughs> but because Beyond is so big, it gets vocalized, um, so it becomes pedal, 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 pedal. <laughs> so it's like... Like, his huge tongue, like what that tongue do, comes out and then Beyond like rolls him up like inside a red carpet into his mouth. And it's so funny what looking. But our hero is in danger and then uh, Jeffrey thinks that he's dead for a little while. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, I If you guess. didn't know Goku, if, you didn't know if he was like a child that you met that like punched a guy and that was kind of what you saw of him and then yeah. got eaten by a monster that was immune to all of his attacks, you'd, be, you'd assume he's dead. If Goku was dead, I wouldn't believe he was dead because I know him. Um, Not everyone knows Goku like you do. Yeah. Like <laughs> no <me>. one should. <laughs> the man who inhabits the child ghost body of a 12-year-old Krillin. <laughs> oh, man. What a convoluted situation <laughs> that is. You really got yourself into some weird Inception shit. <laughs> you ever incept yourself into believing that you're a, a cartoon character? <laughs> also a child? Coming from Christopher Nolan. What if you could turn back time? <laughs> I would. What look. if it flowed in reverse? <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't even have a joke for for Tenet. I don't. I don't know. It's wallpaper. Yeah. To me. It's just. It's just the new thing. It's just a thing. It's a. It's, a, it's a, something I've observed. We don't have opinions. We don't care. We're moving on. Yeah. Um, Beyond has some inside his stomach. Goku like. I don't he's know. He's not in his stomach. He's just in his in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. But he like fists his way out from his innards, basically <laughs> through his mouth. Yeah, he doesn't, like, explode him from the inside, which is kind of where I thought that was going. Yeah. I was like, ah, but he won't be jiggly inside, but then he would be. That doesn't make any sense. Usually animals are more jiggly on the inside. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the I always find it very funny in a movie or book or comic where, you know, it's, its skin is too tough to be penetrated. We'll have to get it from the inside. And someone gets eaten by a monster, and then they, like, cut their way out from the inside because this... Have, I don't know what... You can't cut a material better from the other side. The skin yeah. is still not able to be cut. You're now just in the monster. Yeah, it dies. Like, you can't get you out. Suffocate as the innards Yeah, you can't cut your way out of something because the skin is still too 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 tough to be yeah. cut. Yeah, I don't like. I was like when I was a kid, I would watch that happen in a movie, and I was like, "That's bullshit. That doesn't make any sense. That's not how materials work. You yeah. can't if you can't cut through." 
a paper, you can't turn the scissors over and cut it from the other side. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like you can if you're using the scissors the wrong way. <laughs> if hitherto, so, you can't. Prior to now, you have been using scissors wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry hard. to tell you, I can't cut my way through this. I'm going to start a school for people who don't know how to I'm use scissors properly. I will just get teach it from them. the inside. It doesn't make sense. It's it makes me angry. I, I thought that was Steve where it was Jobs going. Teaching people it's to use not scissors. where it was going. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm sure that they need it. Why haven't they invented ambidextrous scissors? They, I think they have, but the government is keeping it from okay. people. Yeah, like the moon top. Moon top, moon top. Thirty thousand men have already died. They've already died. Why are you not getting behind this? I promise you, you'll never look at the damn thing again. You can. What if somebody gets behind the moon top and then cuts it? From the inside. That's <laughs> an moon top you was can't an inside cut it job. From the outside, but from the inside, it's fine. Moon cup yeah. was an inside job. I think Beyond is an intriguing character, one that has an interesting power set. Uh, when Goku comes out of their mouth, its mouth, his mouth. We're gonna. It say doesn't it's evil a- laugh the whole way through, but it never says anything. It's also described yeah. as a monster, so I assume it has like some kind, the kind of like wicked intelligence of a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Is a predator to catch a predator. Yeah. And Goku has an idea because he has a weird little flashback from some Prostean memory from goodness knows what. He's just thinking about that lady, that <laughs> that girl that he used to know. Mm. Somebody that he used to know. That little Russian lady. What gets him to thinking about little Dasha girl? Um, I don't remember. I don't know. I think he was, he was, well, he says like he's too jiggly for me to beat or some, I don't know. Like, he's, mm. he's, he, yeah. There's, okay, I can't remember where it is, but uh, there, there's a panel in this somewhere where Goku says something like, don't you jiggle me! <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought this whole thing is a metaphor for being on the Epstein Island no, and being in the Satanic Temple. Masataras, the that. Satanic no, Temple. No, no. Okay, no, okay, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Um,. This just got political. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Goku has a flashback and then there's a little girl telling him, hey, you're, you were frozen. And then he goes, what's frozen? She said, it's when you get hard. <laughs> um, and then he goes, get hard. I'm going to get hard. And then he's like, yes, I know what I'm going to do. And nods profusely. And then uh, Jeffrey's like, what? And he goes, that's it. I'm about to get hard. I'm going to come. Like this. I'm so sad that you lost that picture. I lost it. I made an edit of it, which said that. He doesn't say that. <laughs> uh, you should make it again. He says, I'm going to win this match it. or something. But instead, I changed it to, I'm going to come. <laughs> this big panel this of very, him. very, like, dramatic panel. Um, but he, yeah, he waltzes his way over to the wall and punches a big hole in it. And that's... Uh, and yeah, it comes in. He says the to wind whistles in to Jeffrey... <laughs> The frosty breeze. <laughs> hewn, hewn. Yeah. Um, uh, he says to, to, to Hachan, to Jeffrey, or he asks him, hey, does the cold bother you? And he's like, I don't know what the cold is. That first. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he jumps inside his shirt yeah. and snuggles to his chest. Pops in the so is he warm? I don't know. That's like also what I was thinking. Is I was he like, like, is he, because yeah. he's not real. He's, Maybe he's his not, laptop warm. You know? Yeah. Does he have some kind of like mechanical heat? Like, he's, he's just run a lot of fans in there. Or is he, as Mario, the great poet, said, have an icebox where his heart used to be? <laughs> Mario, the great poet? He's so cold, he's so cold, he's so cold. Yeah. 
Well, I assume I assume not because cocoa is warm and well, maybe it's just yeah. the extra layers of, of fabric. I don't know. Maybe he has a human heart and and, and a soul. That is disgusting. Just not in his body, but you know, in a fridge somewhere. Um. Well, you know what? Remind me of West Side Story. Goku letting Beyond freeze. The jiggler <laughs> become crusty, and the crusty jiggler. Um, crusty jigglers. Crusty jigglers. <laughs> Great big bushy beard. Um, it becomes frozen. Goku jumps. He jumps out of the great Erica. He jumps out of a Jeffrey's t-shirt and then like runs across and kicks the shit out of Beyond. And he does, he, yeah, he does a big punch. And then he's like, ah, go and jumps back into his yeah, shirt. Yeah, jumps back in. And, it's cute um, and, and, then, and then the jiggler slowly disintegrates into small pieces of ice. Yep. And um, then Goku pulls out his stick. Yeah, he, he does. got hard. So first, first you get hard, then you pull out your stick. Then you get revenge. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> first you get hard, then you get revenge. <laughs> first you get hard, then you pull your stick out, and then it's something which happens in the girl with the dragon tattoo. <laughs> he extends he extends his, his wood and he goes up into the sixth floor again. Well he does a big jump. He jumps through Oh that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he just like fucking headbutts the ceiling and just bursts straight through. It's like why didn't Couldn't you do, do that, that in, in the, the first, first place? place? Like why did you st- and he could have punched through the wall at any point. Why did he stick around to beat the jiggler? Goku's as dumb as the throbbing phallic symbol that Muscle Tower is. Like he's just <laughs> such a brick pile he's so stupid but then like <laughs> at other points he's been so smart but only in a malicious way he has battle strategy and i think that's it no he doesn't even because he spent so much time punching this fucking bowl of jelly well but he's a child and he still figured it out okay that's true you know like- only through flashbacks about getting hard well, she, maybe I guess that's his age. It's I feel so sorry for that little girl. On. She clearly is like starting to develop a thing for him, and he has no concept of anything. Stop like projecting that. on the characters. No, this happens. Not he travels, everyone is in love Goku's with Goku's life as he travels around the world and just meets little girls who are like, "I saved you and pulled you out of rubble," and he's like, "Ha ha, thanks." And then she's like, "I love you forever." <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Um, Breaker of hearts, Khaleesi. Um, so, Goku is <laughs> Hillary Clinton. He, oh um, he's over the hole and he puts a stick down into it. <laughs> he puts a stick in the hole. You know, clearly Freddie Prince Sr. is mad about all of this. And then he's like, Jeffrey, take my stick and take hold my on. Stick, Jeffrey. And then Freddie Prince Sr. just... He squares the circle, he does the Indiana Jones, and he pulls out a gun, and he's like, well, look, I know one thing that... If there's one thing I know, it's killing children. Mm. And He just shoots Goku in the back. Yeah, a a magnum to the back of the head usually does the trick (laughs) when I execute, like... That's how I like to kill my children. The Salvadoran villages that I'm paid by the US government to kill. (laughs) And then he just, like, tries to shoot Goku, and as we know from chapter one, guns do not work on Goku. They don't. The bullets bounce off, and he's like, ow! What does he say to him in Um, reaction? Uh, Freddie Prince Sr. Yeah. He says, just to clarify, those bullets hit you, right? Yeah, something like that. And Goku goes, yeah, and it really hurt, and I'm going (laughs) to get you back. But he's, like, still holding onto the stick because Jeffrey's, like, climbing up and through the the hole in the floor. Yeah. 
Um, and then he comes through the hole in the floor, and then Goku turns around and he's like, "I'm gonna fuck you up." Yeah, he's like, "I'm about to get racist," and just like <laughs> flexes his muscles, and there's a drama panel of him with his eyebrows down in anger. Yeah, there's been a few of those in these chapters. Just very angry looking Goku, which he's is terrifying. starting to develop masculine anger. And I'm yeah, we here don't. For I, it. I don't like to see it. <laughs> I think he's already scary. He's already haunting. In his capacity for evil, I don't like the angry man dynamic that's brewing up either. Just be glad that he's not getting the training that Kudirin is, because Kudirin is on the old man's island learning far worse lessons about how to treat women. Mm, that's true. And also, like, listening to, you know, Turtle Hermit talk about his opinions on the age of consent. No, okay, okay. In in fairness, they they did have the point earlier where Goku was like, "Oh, a girl, here's a girl," and then she's like a youth, and and Turtle Hermit was like, "That what the fuck are you talking about? This is a child." Okay, yeah, all right. Okay, we can discount that. Yeah, all right, but you know, creepy, a sixteen-year-old creepy, is fine gross for him. rave granddad is, <laughs> is not. If, if if anything is not a pedophile, so we're, okay. we're we're happy about that. Yeah, we can discount that. We cross that off the list. I'm gonna add to his character traits. Technically, not a pedophile. <laughs> He was still. He was very happy to puffu puffu Bulma as a sixteen-year-old, but like that's yeah. his bottom line. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's still. It's not great. I think that <laughs> literally not a pedophile is maybe the lowest bar <laughs> for any character. And I don't. I don't know why that. I think I've just got so used to this fucking comic that it, the fact that that's a redeeming feature for this man. I was like, <laughs> just destroyed my brain okay that's the end of the chapter would we like to talk about where we think it goes from here do you have a clearer idea of any predictions or do we want to to not um i think general titanium white will escape titanium white i think you'll have like a fucking ah. helicopter or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or like he'll that. either that or he'll be like ah the chief mayor man isn't actually here you have to go find him at this other location yeah uh, it'll be like one that's of those. the sort of thing i would yeah i, would think I don't so. think he's in the room I, I think that they just fought their way up this tower for to you know yeah beyond to, to to be on the goblin city to take back the child that they came for for nothing do they get a dragon a ball bad labyrinth reading i could have done it so much better yeah I love you could movie have. And I, it, that was the worst impression i've done today the ghost of tuffet bowie is uh he's i'm not i'm not allowed i'm not yeah. allowed to do any uh, any bowie related content i don't know why you've been banned but i've you been have. banned <laughs> like there's something that just blocked me there banned, and then also blocked, like booted the, muted yeah the the, the Audacity just stopped recording when I tried to remember before. <laughs> it's a secret. It's not allowed. Okay. What do you What do you think happens with Jeffrey? Does anything happen with Jeffrey? What's the fate of Jeffrey, basically? Uh, What's his treatment like? I think he needs to, like, find himself. <laughs> you know? Clarify that, please. Uh, he doesn't he need to, be, to become the journey. <laughs> I think he'll probably, like, maybe stick around with Goku for a little bit because he'll yeah. have, like, separation anxieties. Like, Goku's, like, yeah. the one good guy that he's met and he wants to, like, I don't know, be protected. He can't just, like, walk out into the snow. Unless he's got, like, a goal in mind. Maybe he's got, like, a brother that he's got to go find. Yeah. He could become part of the village, you know? Yeah, if they could. accept him, or they could pull up pitchforks and attack him. <laughs> I feel like that probably wouldn't happen. There's a, there is kind of a, a Frankenstein parallel to this, though, isn't there, in a way? 
because he feels like he's potentially a cyborg. He's in like a muscle tower away from the village. And then like he could, you know, it's a faraway location. And then like he could travel to the village and then they could pull up pitchforks or something. They could potentially. It could be Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, but I don't think that that will happen. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't feel like the vibe that Toriyama Hmm. usually goes for. I don't think he'll, he'll be interested in, How long until he forgets like... about him as a character is the question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already Oolong and Poir have become useless. Yeah. They spend their days transforming into sandwiches and seeing how close Turtle Hermit gets to eating them before transforming back and then winning the bet. You know, like playing a game of chicken with pretending to be like a toilet and seeing if Turtle Hermit will like <laughs> sit on them. Yeah, that's, I mean, very funny. How did, when when did you come up with that? Just now, why? Just now? You just had that thought. That is what they get up to. You know what? That's fine, yeah. I would pretend to be somebody's surfboard that would like put me into the water and instantly drown because I don't float and you have the same qualities as an object and then you just transform back and be like, ha ha. After you drown? And then have to become a ring preserver and then they would grab onto you and you would also sink. Fall for it twice. It's very fun. People do things when they're panicking and drowning, which I don't know from personal experience <laughs> of putting people in such situations. Okay, um, I would like to clarify on this podcast. I've never done anything to anyone ever. Okay, that's not suspicious at all. <laughs> you My- know, you're really limiting your options if you ever do want to become a serial killer because, like, now everyone will be like, yeah, it was definitely you. Why do you say weird shit like that all the time? My not involved in transformation <laughs> kindergarten t-shirt has a lot of people asking questions about my crime gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you're just going like, ha yes, I do crime. <laughs> you're like, like what, the one time a crime happens that could have been you, everyone's going to be like, well, yeah, that was definitely you. What would be a crime that could be me i mean like something that you don't have an alibi for i don't mean like something that like spiritually could be you okay. i don't mean like a crime that you relate to yeah because i i've long wondered what that would be like if people thought if that you I, were a crime which crime would you be yeah which crime would i be i need like i'm no longer on facebook and in 2008 the way i used to find this out was i would take a facebook quiz that said like what kind of crime are you or like which spice girl are you or like will you go and your soul be purified in reincarnation or something and then it would Uh just be a question like have you ever taken ice cream from a child you know (laughs) yeah very very basic it was just a way to mine your data um no it's a thing that you literally do like it's an it's an action it's not a trait like you if you don't do crimes then it's none of them if if you have done a crime, then I guess it's that one. Yeah. I wonder if I've done a crime. Yes. I don't think I should admit to this on the podcast, but maybe off mic we can discuss and figure out if I have. Because I'm usually lawful good, right? Yeah, you're a very good boy. <laughs> a good boy. Good boy. Yeah. Extremely chaotic energy in practice, quite lawful. Yeah. And rule about. You like to like imply that you do crimes and then <laughs> n- like never like. Would not cross the street without the the green man going. Um, it's Wellington. Everybody crosses the yeah. street without the green man going. It's you also are... not a crime here. Yeah. The fact that jaywalking is a crime in places is like baffling to me. It's like you can't walk across the road. It's illegal to walk. <laughs> it's illegal to cross the road. Civilization is for cars and Owen Wilson yeah, alone. Why do the cars have right of way? Speed. Yeah. Like Ka-chow. you can't just go 
That's we, nuts. You built the civilization for the cars and cars, and now humans are banned. It's bizarre. Yeah. You're, I'm sorry, I'm fining you for being human and needing to be on the other side of the road than the <laughs> one that you were on. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy talk. It's not illegal here. Alrighty. Well, thank yeah. you very much for attending my TED Talk. I would like to end my episode now. Don't be worried for me. Don't check in my closet later. And... If you would like to call the Weeaboo hotline, it is 0800 <laughs> Goku ate my family. That's 0800 <laughs> Goku, Goku ate my family. The man in the orange gear, he must be stopped. 30,000 men have already been eaten. <laughs> Him and his accomplice, Jeffrey, mm. have gone around. Just living in the post Goku Vor world. I think from here it turns into Westworld. <laughs> Jeffrey is one of the characters. I don't believe it. Why not? Doesn't look like anything to him. <laughs> Goku cuts himself open and he's cake. No, um, we should we should end this now. Okay, thank you very much for listening to Gohan or Gohan. Final thoughts. Stay frosty, my frosty friends. Stay frosty, stay frosty, frosty get friends. hard. Stay fr- It's winter. Stay frosty, get hard. <laughs> this has been Gohan or Gohan. Kaki Demo, and a very good evening indeed. Mm.